Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When the red, red robin comes bum, bum, bumming along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his home. Sweet song. as Jake Forster Kasky spots a gas leak in the Rovers' defence. Could the Addicts be turning a corner? Welcome to Charlton Live. So good evening and welcome to Charlton Live on your Sunday evening. My name is Louis Mendes and joining me to look back at the 1-0 win, the Addicts' first win in six over at Bristol Rovers. Thanks to Jake Forster, Kasky's uh, slightly fortuitous goal. Uh, joining me to discuss that first up, uh, got a, a man who will be pleased the Addicts were near to Wales, I guess, in Bristol. Uh, Tom Wadding, how are you doing, Tom? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Did you? Uh, what did you make of it? Did you enjoy it yesterday? It was alright, we looked a lot better I thought, yeah, competed a lot more, so, and three points, obviously the most important thing, so yeah, overall happy. I was going to say, nothing could ruin your mood other than the, the football match you just made us watch Good and delay God, the recording, yeah. <laughs> the Liverpool yeah, Man United game. That. Yeah, Tom, uh, Tom insisted we recorded after that so we could all watch it, and we all watched it, and now we all dislike Tom. Uh, also uh, joining us on the pod uh, to look back at the yesterday's game, uh, Mr Benji Cloak, how you doing Ben? Yes, all good, thank you, mate. Yeah, delighted, I imagine, after yesterday. Yeah, it was a solid performance. I don't know what it is. The last few games, I've enjoyed it more. They've been a bit more exciting in terms of uh, value for your £10 money. Yeah, certainly was uh, 1-0 win. It was at the gas yesterday. We had the highlights in a few moments' time. We're also going to hear from the Addicts boss, Lee Bayer, and from the goal scorer, Jake Forstakaski, uh, on this evening's pod. We've got loads of your tweets and emails to come to as well. Uh, we'll also look ahead to the Peterborough game coming up on Tuesday, a chance to try and extend our winning run of one game. Uh, but yeah, a massive game against Peterborough. It'll be interesting to see how the Addicts uh, fare there. So we'll look ahead to that one uh, later on. Before we hear the highlights, Tom, so 1-0 win. Um, I said it to Bo after, but you know, for all the chances we created, it's funny that we actually, the only goal of the game was absolutely rubbish, really. <laughs> but, you know, Forster Kasky's corner snuck in at the near post. Uh, but we've held on. We've got a clean sheet as well, the first one in nine games. Um, and I thought we were worthy winners. Yeah, definitely worthy winners, I thought. 
We just look more up for it, I thought, yesterday than we have for a little while. I think the second half uh, the other week, uh, sorry, on Tuesday in the 4-4, we looked up for it and we continued in that vein, really. Um, we were, you know, not second to every ball as we have been just too much recently. I thought there was an energy there, there was a desire. I think Naif said it to us on the WhatsApp, didn't he, that, you know, Johnny Williams is one of the smaller players on the pitch of one two headers in like the first 15 minutes of the game going up 50-50 against players twice his height. So just all round, it was just a, a very solid performance and the sort of performance you expect from a Liboya team, you know, uh, grit and determination and hard work and running and pressing and all that ugly side of the game that you need to win games at this level. Um, and for a few weeks, we hadn't seen that. As I say, last week or Tuesday night, I thought we started to see it in that second half. And uh, yesterday, from start to finish, I thought we showed it. As you say, what's kind of ironic is it's probably one of our better performances in the last few games, and yet we only scored one goal, and that was a bit fortuitous. But as I said on, I think it was last Sunday show, it doesn't matter how we get it. We just need to get that first win, and we've done that now, and hopefully can kick on. Mm. Uh, the thing that was most pleasing for me yesterday, Ben, because obviously we, we did have a lot of you know attacking intent, but we have seen that. I think we're, we're still the joint top scorers in the division. But for me, something we saw yesterday that we haven't for the last few weeks is we actually looked quite solid and organised. Yeah, sure, Bristol Rovers had a couple of chances, but... You know, not not too many, and we actually looked like we knew what we were doing at the back, and it it made a, a pleasant change. Yeah, spot on. I think everyone knew their job for once. The last couple of games, we've just seen, especially in that midfield area, massive gaps, and players like playing out of position or just missing when it's coming down that side. So yeah, yesterday that was a massive improvement, especially from Albie and Jake in the middle. That's where we've been struggling of late and they they both did their jobs really well and uh, massive credit to Deji. Obviously, he's our only centre-back fit, well, available to play at the moment and I thought, again, I thought he played well on Tuesday and I thought he played excellent again yesterday and, and really filled in that role well. And I think Gunter did well as well. There was a few times where they really tried to get down his side of the defence. But look, it's not his position. I thought he made some vile interceptions and clearances. And yeah, all over. Very similar to what Tom said. It was um, It was a really good team performance. Excellent stuff. Well, let's listen back then to the highlights of the game from Valley Pass Live. Your commentators, as always, were Greg Stubbley and Terry Smith. Ball put out again for the throne. Matthews quickly into the run of Williams, into the right-hand corner. Ball into the box, headed up in the air. And AK, it'll drop. Edge of the six-yard box, he just couldn't bring it down. It came down off his chest and just wouldn't sit for the volley. And he, in the end, scuffs it wide right of the post. Back on it, Martin, on this left-hand side. Ball forward, this time finds Washington. It'll touch to Miller, and he goes for the return, Washington. He's having his shirt pulled all the way there, but he still gets to the ball, Washington, by the touchline. How many more opportunities has the referee got to give a foul? But it's back to Miller, ball into the box, finds an EK, and he's just turned it past the post on the right-hand side, and again, holds his hands, and will think he should have scored there. Holds it up. Trying to take it past Gunter, and he's got it into his left foot. Born in the box is a decent looking one for Hanlon, who on his left foot should have done a lot better. He's allowed that space. It's a good cutback by Oyunga. He missed times his shot, and it goes harmlessly wide it's in the end. Lovely looking ball to find Oyunga in the penalty here. Gets onto his left foot, shoots, and he's hit the side netting. It's a lovely pick out by Hare. It's a good looking ball down the line towards Anike, trying to get ahead of Baldwin. It's a good hold up play, and a lovely touch from Anike inside the penalty here. It comes down. Kilgore trying to clear Anike, still with it. Edge of the penalty here. Force the Kasky with a shot. It's over the bar, but superb work from Chuksanike. Looking for Hanlon again, Chelton failing to clear. McCormick with the shot, and Ben Amos with the save. It's an important one for Chelton as well. Morgan trying to pick up the pieces of Chelton, does so to find Matthews. Matthews, that's a lovely looking ball to Anike, lets the ball run. Anike shooting chance, goes for it, saved by the goalkeeper, comes back to Williams. Williams shot, and it's deflected away. I think it was a shot, he might even have been looking for Washington in the middle. Away. And there is the half-time whistle as both teams go into the break with a nil-nil scoreline at present. And Charlton will be disappointed that's the case because they've had some glorious opportunities. Well, lining up to take it short instead, Miller's gone towards the penalty area. It's forced Kasky prepares to swing this in. Does so, it's flicked on by Miller. Oh, it's gone in! It's gone all the way in. It's whether Liam Miller got a flick at the near post or if it's gone directly in. Charlton won't care because they have the lead after 63 minutes. 
I need to see that again to see whether or not Miller got any touch at all. But it was uh, it was deliberately worked. Miller there for the short one, left it alone, went into the towards the six yard box. Forced to Kasky with a dink in. Did Miller flick it on? I don't think he did. But he's trying to claim it, I think, but uh, I still can't tell whether he touched it. Well, Do we care? Not particularly. Well, if it is Forster Kasky, it's his fourth for the season. If it is Miller's, it's his first for the club. Ball upfield is picked off by Albie Morgan, though, running into the Bristol half. Looking to his right, lovely run from Smith to the right edge of the penalty area. Ball into the box. Bogle can't get there. Oh, and Schwartz just tripped over as he went to make connection. Charlton players thinking there might have been a foul there, but I think he might have just tripped over just as he was about to let fly. Yeah, there's two trips, wasn't there? There's Omar Bogle initially couldn't get out of his feet and then as Schwartz went to go for goal, it looked like his foot just got caught in the turf. Switching across to the their right-hand side, the Charlton left, and Grant Grant taking on Martson. Ball into the edge of the box is met by Barrett and he takes a spectacular effort and really probably had time to bring it down, but he uh, he went for the uh, the glory shot. It went sailing over the bar. Ball infield to Gunter is cleared away, but straight down the throat. Of Harry's was uh, taken out just as after he took the shot. Now be Morgan. Oh, no. going to be in trouble here. He's already on a yellow card. And he gets his second yellow and he's off. It's one of those where it's the impetus of the player kicking the ball takes him into Albie Morgan, I think. And uh, going to need to see it again, of course. And Charlton down to 10 men for the final five minutes of this. Plus added time, of oh, course. They are going to knock it into the box. I am amazed. There's a little touch from Bogle. Back to Gilbert. Oh. Honest Schwartz. Gunter, it was who... Uh, Schwartz might have been offside, but Gunter took the shot and it hit Schwartz as he was coming across the six-yard box. Yeah, I think he's just accidentally just denied Charlton their second. It's a Bogle. Miller goes for the return and is on a run here on the left-hand side into space, being pursued by Baldwin. Into the penalty area goes Miller. Can he get across? And he can't. Bogle! Oh. Oh, just wide of the right-hand post. For the Charlton striker, five added minutes here at the Memorial Stadium. Ball into the box comes, and it's a great block from Deji Oshalaja to stop Rovers getting the equaliser. Superb defending, and Charlton clear it away, but it'll come back. Schwartz. Ball into the feet of Bogle again, and he's in towards the edge of the penalty area. Can he finish, Omel Bogle? Oh, what a save from Day to stop Charlton getting a second. Thrown into the feet of Harris, and that is the final whistle. And that's a huge three points for the Addicts. There we go then, the highlights from Valley Pass Live yesterday. Uh, Greg and Terry, uh, delighted to see us get the three points, uh, as we all were. Uh, and we needed that, Tom, really, you know. Um, seen what, what's happening. You know, we've gone, what was it, six, six, five games before without a win, only two wins in 12 or something along those lines. You know, we needed, we needed something to pick us up. But, you know, coming off the back of that second half against Rochdale, um, you know, and I did ask Lee Bowyer this question yesterday, but, you know, that second half against Rochdale, turning out that performance yesterday at the Mem, I hope, hopefully I'm not too early to say this, but I do feel like we're starting to turn the corner a bit. Yeah, definitely. There's a there's a chance to build some momentum. And obviously Tuesday's game against Peterborough is a huge one because they're a good side. So like you, I don't want to get carried away and say, this is it, we're going to go on that run that I've spoken about for a few weeks now. But... There are definitely signs there of improvement the last sort of game and a half, if you like. And what you said in the build-up to the the highlights there is right, that goal-scoring-wise, you know, we have been good, but it's the other end that has been the issue for the last few weeks, and we know the reasons why. But but yesterday, we looked so much more assured. And a couple of times on the show, I've called for, for two in front of the back four. Um, and, you know, it wasn't the the two holding midfielders that you'd perhaps expect or want because obviously Watson and Prattley aren't around at the moment. But I just think having those two midfielders there just gave more license to the likes of Johnny uh, and some of the others up in front, Liam Miller, for example, to, to just have a bit more freedom going forward. And I think we saw that as well as a result of that. And I know we didn't necessarily score as many goals as we have in recent weeks, but we did create chances. We did look dangerous. And then when we were on the turn and we were tracking back, people like Johnny and Liam again were, were putting a shift in to get back and defend as well. So there was just a much nicer balance in the team. But as I said just earlier on, I think the, the most impressive thing for me was the desire and commitment just looked a lot better than it had in recent weeks. That that hunger to win the ball back when we lost it, the pressing, the getting those tackles in. And, you know, it was uh, kind of exemplified by, by a... Uh, Albie Morgan sending off, off at the end, which obviously was a, was a step too far. But I think just in general, that that desire and that push, that 
that had been lacking a little bit in, in recent weeks. So, yeah, I was really pleased with the performance. And as you say, Tuesday is going to be a big game, but it, it just gives us some confidence going into that game. And yeah, if we can get something out of that as well, the, the confidence looks to be seeping back into the players. You've got players coming back from injury as well. It, it bodes well for the club. Yeah. Now, the goal itself was, uh, as I mentioned, despite all our fluid build-up play that we'd seen uh, you know, in the first half and, and at stages in the second, uh, it, it was a real fluke, actually. Jake Forster, Kasky's corner. It looked like something they would try, probably something they've worked on the training ground, and Liam Miller went short towards the near post or in front of the near post uh, and tried to flick it on, but it went beyond him, just over his head, and that seemed to confuse uh, Day, the goalkeeper, uh, and it's just snuck in at the near post. So a bit of a freak goal. But actually, if you look at Jake's performance throughout and Andrew's performances over the last few weeks, Ben, um, you, you can certainly say he deserves it. Now, we're, we're going to be stuck in a massive debate as to how many go- goals he has scored this season because I thought his one against Rochdale was an own goal, but some websites have given that to him. And now websites yesterday have given it to Miller, even though it's his goal. So we're going to sort of lose track of how many he does score this season. But he's either scored three or four. Uh, and, and he's become a real shining light in the last few weeks for us. He totally has. He's regaining that form that I think it was about three years ago that he gave for us. Obviously, he had that bad injury that took him out nearly the whole season the year after. But he's he's a real presence in that midfield. I think his ball distribution really helps us to kind of, um, especially with Miller there, to push us up the field a lot more. But yeah, a real... Real um, strong presence there in the midfield. And it just shows what a run of games can do for a player. I think, obviously, we've been pushed into this uh, to play in him every game because Watson and Prattley and Shinny have been out. And because of this run of games he's been able to uh, have in the team, it, it's provided us to, to see what he can do and bring to the squad. So it just shows sometimes that when we do have these injuries, it can provide us with... Um, a lot more consistent performance from players. And there you go, another player that did that yesterday was Johnny Williams. I thought, again, he had a solid game and that's two games he started in a row. So that's what I want to see. I want to see players that are important to the team getting these regular run of games so we can really see the best of them. Yeah, obviously Lee Bowyer does mention uh, particularly about Johnny as, as one of his players who, who stepped up to the task uh, that was asked of him and you know I'm mean, looking at the defensive display I mean Bristol Rovers only had two shots on target and you know you've got to see that as a positive that we're we're, we're denying that obviously Rochdale had double that in one half and uh, on on Tuesday so that's certainly going in the right direction and I mean one player who stood out yesterday already been mentioned but Deji Oshalaja Tom uh, you know it's we, we've said it on the show ourselves, he certainly has to prove himself and it's quite clear that Lee Bowyer has started Darren Prattley in centre-half ahead of him, even though he's not a, a defender. But, you know, so there was a lot, there's been a lot of sort of weight on, on Deji's shoulders. But again, he came in yesterday and he, he played extremely well for me. And that, that, that last-ditch block in, in added time, you know, for, for all our domination at times, you know, if we you can still chuck it away in the last minute and we've done that before. But thanks, thanks to Deji yesterday, we didn't. It was a brilliant piece of defending. I thought he was outstanding, absolutely outstanding yesterday. And uh, yeah, since he's come in, I don't think we've really seen the perhaps the player we, we hope to see. Um, but I also think he hasn't, from my memory, and I might be wrong, he hasn't had a particularly long run of games in the team at any, at any point, really. Uh, and obviously this year in particular, as you say, he's been kind of frozen out and he's had to wait for his chance and got his chance through through circumstance. And he was always going to look a little bit suspect, I think, for the first game or, or two while he played himself back into form and into kind of what playing matches is like. But I thought yesterday he looked the complete defender. His positioning was brilliant, uh, as you say, with, with the moments like that block. But not just then. There were other times where the ball was played forward or they tried to get Hanlon uh, in behind. And he was just there covering him and Chris Gunter. I thought they were both both very, very good. So... It's going to be interesting to see because I think one of the two injured players is due to be back, isn't? Aren't they possibly for Tuesday and or for next weekend? Um, and obviously, Pierce will be back from his suspension shortly as well. So we're suddenly going to have options in that back four, and it's going to be interesting because I definitely think, based on yesterday's performance, you can't really drop Deji based on that. Um, and as I say, I think the the issues previously have been he hasn't had a run in the team. So if he can get a run now then then he's got a chance to play himself into some form because 
yesterday was certainly a much improved performance from him. And as I say, I think the benefit of having two in front may have helped that as well, but don't take anything away from him. I thought he was uh, exceptional yesterday. Mm, yeah, I mean, we we'll have to look at some of the, the, the chances we created, particularly in that first half. It was an unusually uh, poor display of finishing, actually, from Chooks and EK. He could have had a couple in the first period. I think the first one where it hit his hand, uh, you know, if, if that doesn't bounce up, he's probably expecting to, to put that one away. One where he brought it down on his chest and just scuffed a shot wide. There was one from a, a tightish angle that Dane made a good, a good save from. But, yeah... I'm not going to read too much into the fact that we missed a few chances yesterday, Ben, because as I said, we do tend to score anyway. Uh, and the fact we're still creating them will, will be clearly a positive for us. Yeah, it was frustrating to see that we were missing those chances. I think the biggest one was when it, uh, he tried to bring it down off his chest and it seemed to scuff under, of the underneath of his boot, which was unusual to see from Chucks. But look, we were getting into the right areas I think the Gallon and Bo have got to be praised for bringing in Liam Miller. What a signing he's been for us so far. Just give him the ball, does a couple of tricks, but he takes us up the pitch. He creates opportunities for us and he uses that overlap of Martson. I was a little bit frustrated by him yesterday. He gets himself again in the right positions. It's just that final ball that we need from him. Um, just You just think of left-backs gone by where we've got promoted like Royce Wiggins, just to try and, uh, I mean, the deliveries he used to cross into the box got us a few goals. So if he can start working on part of his game like that, now you've got Miller driving us up the pitch. But yeah, I think the most frustrating chance was that chance towards the end. We were starting to get a little bit under pressure and Ronnie puts uh, Omar through and you just think, oh, that'll give him a little bit of confidence. But Unfortunately, he didn't take it, and thankfully, uh, Deji saved him down the other end with that block. Otherwise, I'm sure we'd be talking about that miss a lot more now. But um, yeah, positive that we're getting a lot more chances. But I think that, again, comes down to our starting eleven being a lot more positive. We haven't got uh, more defensive players in there. We seem to be attacking, but as Tom said earlier, everyone's working back and getting stuck in there. Everyone knows their job a lot more. Yeah, certainly uh, they, they seem to, yes, and that was one of the positives for me. Now, another one who uh, was uh, given praise by Lee Bayer, Albie Morgan, uh, still only 20 years old. It's just, just shy of his 21st birthday. I was looking it up yesterday. He's 25th league start for the Addicts yesterday, which I, I, I still can't decide if I'm if that feels too low or, or higher than I was expecting because it does feel like he's been around for a, lo a long time. But again, you forget how young he is. And Lee Bayer was uh, keen to point out how pleased he is with the uh, program that he's made uh, over the last 18 months and obviously despite yesterday's late red card you know it was, it was another sort of coming of age performance for Albie um, you know he put, he put on um, Instagram I think it was himself that he's going to learn from that red card yesterday it's you know a bit rash but at the same time we've seen Boya doesn't want to see players pulling out of challenges you just got to make sure you do it the right way and, and he was just a little bit late there for that second yellow card so we missed he missed the game against Peterborough you never know he may have been rested for that one anyway so you know it's not the end of the world a one a one match ban but Tom I mean, we have to say he's come on leaps and bounds and uh, you know already mentioned that the partnership him and Jake had in in the center of the park yesterday um was probably part of the reason that we we controlled that game 100% yeah yeah Jake was probably my man of the match I think overall but sticking with Albie he's someone who I've campaigned for to get more minutes uh, for a long time on this show um and we know that Boyer has questioned the defensive aspect of his game and I think what impressed me particularly about yesterday's performance is off the top of my head I can't particularly think of one of those Albie passes that stood out for me and yet I know he had a very good game which suggests to me that why I was impressed was not his attacking play but more to do with the, the dirty side of the game that he was forced to do and a season ago possibly even just half a season ago you'd, you'd never have expected Albie Morgan to be capable of a performance like that so I think he deserves a huge amount of credit I think Bose deserves credit as well for calling him out um, and, and making him improve in that area before he gave him the minutes that he did and it was a rash challenge at the end and he was deserved to, to get sent off um, but as you say he's a, he's a young player and he's going to learn and Boyer, I think, isn't going to want to take that side out of his game at all. Uh, he'll obviously be disappointed to lose him for a game. But I think that the midfield has been the issue for, what, three or four weeks now. We've questioned, really, 
the midfield having enough weight and enough grit in it to really support the defence. And then in the transition, it, it, it hasn't really offered enough going forwards either. But I think all across that, that midfield yesterday, uh, you could see that with, with everybody. And as I say, you look at Johnny and Albie and Jake, they're not known for being that side of their game. You know, They're all known for getting their foot on the ball, for playing the ball forwards. But they all did it yesterday. They all did and, and deserve a huge amount of credit. And I'm really impressed with the way Albie's come on. I think if you'd have said a year ago that he would still be here starting games for us and Lapsley would be out on loan with the possibility of, of not coming back to the club, I think most people would be surprised. But Albie Morgan has, has grasped his opportunity and fully deserves his place in the first team. And uh, again, kind of like with Deji, when, when the likes of Andrew Shinney and, and other players in midfield come back, it's going to be hard to push push Albie out because his performances recently have been very good. Yeah, they certainly have. And uh, like we said, hopefully it will learn from yesterday, but certainly many, many positives uh, to take from that for Alfie Day. And obviously, you know, Lee Bay is still learning himself uh, as a manager. I was uh, I was struck by the excitement amongst the, uh, the, the supporters uh, when he made a triple substitution sort of midway through that second half. And it was three attacking players uh, that came on in, in Smith, uh, Swartz, and uh, Omar Bogle for the last 20 minutes or so, Ben. You know, I mean, uh, people have accused him of going a bit defensive at times, but he, he didn't, you know, bring on an extra defender to, you know, sit back and soak up a bit of pressure. He decided to really freshen up that front three because I, I guess he saw that there was certainly going to be opportunities for his side on the break. And we did have some good ones. Bogle probably had a couple that he may have done better with. Uh, Ronnie, uh, not only did he block a goal-bound effort, um, unfortunately, from Gilby, but he also just tripped over uh, as he was bound to, you know, I mean, I'd already literally already cheered when I saw the ball drop into him. Uh, I'd gone, yes, and hopefully that wasn't what put him off and made him trip over. But um, uh, yeah, he, he had uh, a couple of bad moments, but he was in the right place at the right time a couple of times. And, you know, people will look at those substitutions from Bo. I just wonder if he's tried something a bit different there and seen seen if that's come off for him. Yeah, I hope he's learned from his mistakes because how often have we conceded uh, late goals and we've come on this show and I've protested saying, come on, attack is the best form of defence and and we need people like Johnny Williams to come off the bench or look, yesterday he brought on, unfortunately didn't stay on for long, Paul Smith, Omar Bogle, Ronnie Schwartz, players that... When Bogle, uh, when Aniki was tiring, we can bring on these players that can then tire at their defence instead of us getting frustrated at them putting pressure on us. I mean, although we missed those chances, and again, I don't know how Ronnie did trip over the pitch there, that we're having those chances. We're wasting time by taking the ball up the pitch and, and stopping us getting frustrated by them uh, attacking us. So... Even though, as I said, we did miss those chances, it was really refreshing to see those substitutions from Boya. And um, yeah, it was frustrating to to miss those chances. But at the same time, I think we we heads were up when we were running back and trying to get back and defend. And yeah, we'll, we'll learn from that. But there again, look, we won the game 1-0. So hopefully Boya can see I made three attacking substitutions and it didn't come back to bite us. So we'll use that again going forward. Yeah, I wonder what he will take from that. Well, let's hear from the Addicts boss, Lee Bayer, after yesterday's 1-0 win over at Bristol Rovers. I caught up with the Addicts gaffer and asked what he made of the victory. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought from start to finish we was very good. Um, I think we won, we, we won our battles all over the park. Uh, and the disappointing thing is that we didn't score more goals. We... If, if you'd have said we won three or four today, I, I wouldn't have been surprised with the, with the chances that we created first half. I think we we was very good. We was getting the overloads out wide and um, just that final ball or the final finish, you know, like it just wasn't wasn't quite right there or wrong decision in, in the first half. But second half, I thought we deserved we deserved to win. I think it was a very good performance, solid performance. And it was quite funny that for all the, the openings you created, the winning goal was as scruffy as they come from Jake. It looked like it went all the way through. I know some people gave it to Miller, but I'm guessing it's, it's Jake's goal and probably deserved for him because he, he didn't stop running in that midfield. Yeah, Jake is, uh, I said it on Tuesday and I'll say it again, he's been very, very good today. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's driving everyone on at the moment in the middle of the park, but he's also getting on the ball and, and, and playing. 
I think, uh, yeah, I think he was was outstanding again today. So um, I'm really pleased for him. But uh, yeah, he deserved that goal. Obviously, a bit of luck to it, but um, he, he deserved it because he, he was excellent. First clean sheet, of course, in, in nine as well, and that, and that's massive. And I thought I thought Charlton looked really organised today, and I think you'd be you'd be pleased with sort of how how they defended from the back. Yeah, I think we we resulted them to to go a bit long at times. We got into a solid shape. Um, obviously, they played with, with a diamond, and we we know how effective that can be if you let them play out through the midfield. So, uh, but yeah, I thought. Everyone all over the park, they've worked really hard and competed really well. Johnny Williams, outstanding, outstanding. Um, winning headers and competing, and but then getting, being brave and getting on the ball and making things happen. Uh, Albie Morgan was good. Again, like if you think Jake, Albie and Johnny Williams, that's not their strength, is it's the physical side. But all three of them were, were excellent today because they can all play. So if you can add that to their game, which they've done today, so yeah, I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased. Liam looked to fret all day, all day down that wing. Um, so yeah, Omar come off the bench, excellent. First challenge is knocking people on the floor, using his strength, and so yeah, there's a, a a lot, a lot of uh, pluses from today. And I imagine Deji will be one of those as well. Um, you know, he's had to be patient for his chance recently, but I thought he'd put that last ditch block as well. Probably uh, preserved the three points there. Yeah, and that's just what I said that after the game. Like, no matter how pretty it looks at times, and you do all this stuff going forward, but sometimes you need someone that have to put their body on the line right at the death. And, and Deji, it was his turn today, and, and thankfully he got the block. Um, is there the difference between winning and going home disappointed? So everyone's going home with a smile today. And uh, I thought Deji was, was very good in possession. I thought he was good as well. Um, so, yeah, so a lot of them. Uh, all of them can, can leave with, their, with a big smile on their face today and, and get the credit that they deserve. You mentioned Albi already, but I guess we have to talk about the red card because that, that was a real shame because he was he was really working hard today in that midfield. It's interesting. Obviously, we can hear you a, a lot better when there's no crowd. The way you saw coaching through a game, so he's, he's still learning. But overall, I guess you were pretty pleased with today, other than the the mistimed challenge right at the end. I guess he's it's improving. He's improving. I think we can all see that. If you think from the Albi that we had what, 18 months ago. To, to the Albi that you're seeing out there now, he's, he's maturing in, into a, into a, a good midfield player. Um, and again, today he's 21 years old. He's learning the game. I mean, and, and today, of course, he's made a mistake. He, he's gone in for a challenge there that he, he doesn't really need to or, or can't afford to because it, you're going to get a yellow. And if you're already carrying one, then then you can't be going in for them sorts of challenges. I think you just got to try and block it and and. and you can't be going in with, with your foot raised. So, was it a second yellow? Yes. Uh, but he'll learn. He'll learn from that. He's, he's a good lad. Um, so, yeah. But I thought he was very good. Very good up until the up until the sending off. Just finally from me then, obviously, you know, the second half on, on Tuesday and, and today, I think we're starting to see again, perhaps turning the corner into the in the right direction now. We can't get carried away. Uh, we've we've played well. We, we were solid. We played well. Uh, moved the ball well. Created a lot of chances, and we've got three points. And, and we're in sixth now, I, I believe. So, um, so yes, yeah, there's a lot of positives, but there's still a long way to go. We're not even halfway through. Uh, but the most important thing is that we're we've put a good performance together here. Uh, carried on from the 45, second 45 on, on, on Tuesday. So, said so to the players, this is our standard. Like, let's not get carried away. We've won a game, great. But the, the challenge is now we've, we've got to go again Tuesday. We'll be in tomorrow preparing properly um, for, for Tuesday night's game. It's going to be a completely different game. Uh, people are a very good side. So, we're, we'll have to be at it again on Tuesday if we want to come away with anything. Just wanted to check on the goal, Lee. Um... People saying whether Liam Miller got a touch. Is it definitely Jake's goal? Yeah, yeah, it's Jake's goal. I think he 
just went through everyone. Uh, he deserved it because he played played really well. So, yeah. Well, basically, Liam Miller just walked past and said, oh, I thought it was my goal. They give it Sky, give it to me. But I, I didn't really touch it. I felt the wind, but I didn't touch it. So he just confirmed that it's Jake's. So he's got to learn from that, isn't he? Because he's, <laughs> you would try and claim everything. You can tell he's young and innocent. That'd have been me. I'd have said, yeah, I've got a slight little touch, like the smallest of touches. If that was me, I'd have been claiming it. <laughs> yeah, just lastly, Lee, you've already spoken about it a little bit, um, Albie Morgan, but you've been playing him in the last game and a half in a midfield two alongside Jake, and he's had a lot of responsibility in that position because if he's out of position, then a team's just going to run right through the middle. Um, but have you felt confident playing him in that in that uh, very role that, uh, that depends on him a lot? Well, I think he's. I think he's improved this season. He's improved, and today he he deserved to start. Um, he's a good player, and he's learning the game. So, so yeah, he's. Uh, I thought he was very good today, but I, I have confidence in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been starting. So, before obviously the the COVID situation with with Albi, then he, he was flying. Um, so yeah. I've I've confidence in him. Um, we've got players coming back Tuesday, so obviously Albion miss out Tuesday because of the because of the red card. But you know, I, I've confidence in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be traveling. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's a lovely first touch. And Shinny reverse ball finds Washington, who's through on goal. Connor Washington! And Charlton take the lead after 31 minutes. It's a lovely assist from Andrew Shinny. We have to be honest, Charlton haven't really been in the game that much in the opening 31 minutes. But it just took one passage of decent play. Firstly from Gunsen, the ball forward. Shinny with the control. It's a lovely control. And the reverse ball to find Washington, who kept his composure and fired beyond Eastwood. Charlton Live. Right, welcome back to Charlton Live on your Sunday evening. Just for the break there, we heard from the Addicts boss, uh, Lee Bowyer, after the 1-0 victory over the Mem uh, against Bristol Rovers yesterday. Jake Forster Kasky's uh, goal that came direct from a corner. Uh, enough to give us all three points. Yeah, I mean, I'll spend just before the the break there Tom but I mean you know Bo's Bo been through like a, a tough time of it recently you know uh, we've seen some of his remarks in the press haven't gone down too well there's been late goals conceded there's been defeats there's been poor performances mixed in with you know still scoring goals at times but not being able to keep out of the other end obviously that a lot of that comes with a lot of uh, defensive injuries and suspensions it doesn't help um, but you know do, what, what have you made of of the last you know game and a half for, for him what it'll mean for him sort of getting his side back on track and uh, I imagine he must be pleased with particularly how organized they looked yesterday compared to you know even the first half against Rochdale on Tuesday yeah I think he'll be really pleased but I think I'd be very surprised if he would have been worried about any of the criticism that's that's gone his way over the past few weeks to be honest um questions have been asked of him and I think rightly so but anyone calling for his head I think it has 
maybe gone a little bit too far. Um, but, you know, as Benji says, some of his substitutions, some of his team selections, they, they do have to be questioned. And I understand that for a lot of them, he's had one hand tied slightly behind his back. But some of the decisions that he's made, um, you know, Paul Smith, obviously, at right wing back being an extreme example on Tuesday night of something that just didn't work, I think have been called into question. I think what he'll be pleased with yesterday is something that I've said a couple of times is the the character and the, those sort of aspects of the team performance yesterday, the aspects that that we usually see from a Liboya team, you know, not giving up, chasing chasing teams down. And I think he hadn't really seen enough of that until probably the second half on Tuesday night against Rochdale. And since then, it, it looked a lot more like his team. Um, and who knows what the issues have been over the past few weeks. Maybe it's, it's just one of those dips in form. But people start to read into things a lot more, don't they? Especially when you're on a run like that. Um, but you look at where we are now. We're still sixth, although there are teams with games in hand around us. Um, we're still only a few points off sort of second or third. You know, we're still up there and, and part of it. And I've said plenty of times this season, I don't rate the league at all. I don't think there's any standout team really. And it, if a team can go on a run, this league is there to be taken uh, for sure. And whether that's going to be us, I don't know. But we've proven a, a few times that we've got it in us. It's just about putting that consistency together. And with the injuries that have hampered us, I understand why that consistency hasn't been there. But performances have been much better the last game and a half. You could hear how pleased he was with the performance yesterday. Um, and it, as I say, it's now about kicking on, making sure that we keep that level of performance up because games continue to come thick and fast over the next few weeks so there isn't really any time for us to slow up yeah it's going to be relentless isn't it over the next few weeks starting with peter burr on tuesday right let's have a look at some of the tweets and emails that have come in uh over the last 24 hours or so martin says uh have we suddenly turned into a dirty team i can't believe the amount of red cards we're picking up lately well i guess there's probably a lot of players who are quite scared to pull out of any challenges uh, at the moment it did make me laugh at some point in the first half yesterday when uh, johnny williams went in for one that he was never ever going to win <laughs> he ended up just getting battered like a sort of a, a, a chest into his face it was really funny but i thought well he didn't pull out at least uh, man in pants says i'm not taking off today's lucky pants until after the posh game uh, like cafc they will be solid at the back uh, by then tony says an excellent squad performance deji has been outstanding since coming into the side jake forster kasky and alby ran the midfield uh, would like to see chucks and schwartz start up top together on tuesday williams and miller were superb on the wings going forward and defensively we're in a good place let's not get too high when we win or overreact when we lose Boya is the man for the job and I've said it many times it's refreshing to hear a manager say what he thinks instead of going through the motions he got stick last year uh, when he came out and said that players give 100% now he's telling it how it is and I for one love it praise when it's due and a kick in the backside uh, when needed to uh, there's a long way to go and there will be many more ups and downs he will get things wrong from time to time but it's part of football let's keep the faith it's a tough league to get out of uh, but if we have a strong second half we have a good chance lastly I have a question can, can the club terminate players contracts early to free up wages for new signings i'm not entirely certain of that tone but the way i see it is if you if you're paying off someone's contracts you know considering the fact that agents fees and whatnot still come in to your wage cap i imagine that won't be the easy way around it i imagine that will still play a part in it uh, as well uh, although ten sometimes when you terminate a player's contract you don't play the whole thing out but again that would be the the way so you might save some money but it's not it's not the easy way out of it unfortunately right the king of cool uh, says it was a good win but bristol rovers are not much better than a sunday league team and we need to be more ruthless in front of goals spencer says a much needed win but peterborough will be a completely different game and we need to be at our best to get a result but yesterday's win will give us confidence. Lewis says, we won ugly. We're capable of better. Should have taken more chances. But as they say, a win is a win, so I'll happily take it. Let's hope this is the turning point for us. Standout players were Oshelaja and Forster Kasky. Uh, both had blinders. And Dara says, a lovely to pick up an away win and a clean sheet, but possibly a lucky win that may be papering over the cracks. The real test is Peterborough during the week. Oh, so we a couple of people there, Ben, asking if... You know, was was there an element of luck there? Obviously, it certainly was with the goal, but with, with the performance overall, um, you know, because maybe Bristol Rovers aren't quite Barcelona. I mean, I still think, you know, you can only beat what's put ahead of you, but I still think we played well yesterday. Um, ben, your thoughts? 
I thought that was one of the best performances we've played in recent weeks. As we said earlier, I thought we were solid all throughout the pitch. And look at other teams we've played around the bottom. Look at Rochdale. We we drew with Rochdale 4-4. The second half was a lot better, but they're, they're lower than Bristol Rovers. And as you said, look, we're in League One, whether we like it or not. We're coming up against sides. Yep, the scoreline should have been a lot more. Should have been about three or four. But at the end of the day, we've won. And I think it was two good halves of a game, which we haven't had for a while. We've had good second halves like we had against Wimbledon and like we did on Tuesday night against Rochdale. But I thought we had good chances in either half. And, and again, the middle and across the back, we were solid throughout. I don't... I, the only saves Amos had to make were with his feet from tight angles. And I, I know Deji did a couple of good blocks, but I think we are, we were the much the better side yesterday. Yeah, lovely stuff. Right, a couple more tweets. Uh, James says he thought that Deji and JFC stood out yesterday, uh, though I think Deji will lose his place soon as the other centre-backs come back. He demonstrated yesterday that he can be called upon when required, so we do not have to play midfielders in defence anymore. Yeah, that will certainly be interesting to see if that is part of the learning curve for Lee Bowyer. From yesterday, Gordon says it was great to get the three points and the team showed great character to hold on with 10 men. We're bottom of the League One table of fair play. Not saying it's a problem, though. Bowyer demands committed challenges but with silly yellows leading to needless reds uh, with suspensions we could do without day says a winning is a win uh, positives all round and it was desperately needed now uh, Tom asked for what other players other than the obvious Jake or Deji stood out uh, Steve says Liam Miller was lively throughout yeah he's been a breath of fresh air hasn't he for the addict since he signed on loan from Liverpool uh, I'd like him even more though if his surname was spelt with an E instead of an A says Steve and I agree with that because it is quite confusing when you have to write it down Steve Richards uh, says Chucks, obviously, but I thought uh, Matthews had one of his best games for a while. Miller could turn out to be an inspired loan sign and glad to have Shinny back on Tuesday. Dara pointed out that Deji's been very solid since he came back in. Uh, he said he's looking forward to him being dropped as soon as a central midfielder gets fit. Uh, Mark says they were definitely uh, the outstanding players, Jake and Deji, uh, but everyone was much improved, although against the worst attacking team we've played in a while. Uh, it helped not having all four of Gunter, Prattley, Watson and Pierce. Uh, on together a great experience but they're too pedestrian and big tone says that the other player who stood out would be albie until he got his marching orders otherwise jake uh, he was up there with jake without a shadow of a doubt right phil messages in saying hi guys uh at lastly plays players in their correct places hallelujah and bingo three points in a clean sheet deji and jake forster kasky were the joint men of the match for me uh for once i can't say anyone played poorly peterborough will be a much sterner test uh, but with players coming back, it's onwards and upwards. That's from Phil. Yeah, we're going to look ahead to that Peterborough game after we hear from Jake Forster-Kasky uh, in a few moments' time. But Phil says, hi, guys. Good performance all round yesterday. Uh, with the way Deji has played in the last two games, it makes you wonder why he wasn't used earlier, uh, releasing Prattley to play in his best position. It may just have changed a couple of poor results where we lack cohesion in defence and bite in the midfield. Jake has been performing excellently since his return, and I'd say man of the match in the last two or possibly three games with the return of Prattley, Watson, Shinny and Famewo for Tuesday. We will have a chance to push on, albeit Posh are doing well at home. We certainly have the strength in depth for that one. I'd stick with four at the back and play a 4-4-2. Possible starting lineup of Amos, Matthews, Gunter, Oshelaja, Martson, uh, Shinny, Prattley, Jake, Williams, Miller and Schwartz. Bench with uh, Maynard Brewer, Famewo, Purrington, Washington, NEK Smith and Watson. Now, that's not a bad side. And, you know, we don't know if Famewo is going to come straight in, as Phil's pointed out there. Uh, I thought NEK looked a little bit out of sorts on Saturday after 90 on Tuesday so give him a rest with a cameo appearance from the bench if necessary selection choices are going to be interesting over the next few games with Madison Morgan and Innes to be added to those already fit three points on Tuesday would definitely send a message to the rest of the challenging pack uh, keep up the good work guys always a good listen that's from uh, Phil Mr Phil cheers Phil um, yeah I've loads of points there Tom but just pick up on the Nikkei uh, obviously yesterday he played, played 90 minutes on Tuesday and then yesterday started again uh, played just under 70 and that was his first consecutive starts uh, in the league for us which is remarkable I mean out of sorts he certainly didn't take his chances his finishing was definitely off the boil yesterday was still, I still felt he played well and gave Bristol Rovers a lot to think about um, do you think he'll be starting again on Tuesday? I'd be surprised I think yeah I think out of sorts is a bit harsh I think he was maybe fair very, very slightly off it, but largely I thought his performance was, was good. Um, but I think we've, we've got to protect him 
Uh, and I think, I, I think probably Tuesday will come a bit too quickly from him uh, for him. Sorry, I think he could still be on the bench, couldn't he? So you could bring him on, and we know how deadly he can be off the bench. So I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, obviously, Ronnie's still playing his way back into fitness as well. Uh, but you got Washington. Obviously, Smith got less minutes than you would have expected. So there are options, and that might get laughed at. But I thought Bogle looked really good when he came on as well. Um, held up the ball well, moved well. Obviously, that one one on one at the end, he's got to be finishing that. And it's easy to just look at that and, and be critical of his performance. But I thought actually overall he he did a lot right. Um, but as a striker, goals are the most important thing, and you, you'd certainly be worried, I think, with him starting on Tuesday against a a very good Peterborough side. But I think it's a difficult one. Obviously, we want an EK to play as much as we can because he's the man in form at the moment. But, you know, Washington's got a few goals as well. Ronnie's already off the mark. Um, so there are other options there, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think personally, I'd be surprised if he starts a third game in a row just purely because we need to take care of him, really. Uh, and it's about the, the longer term rest of the season than, than just Tuesday for me. Yeah, certainly. A, a one to a decision to be made there by Lee Bo. You're right. Steve says, hi, guys. Uh, a decent result yesterday, a well-balanced team selection, and we were at it from the start. I thought we used the ball, the ball well and mixed up our attacking play, causing a real threat. We just need to be more clinical. Jake was outstanding and seems to be playing for that new contract. He was ably supported by the excellent Albie and Deji, whilst Chucks and Miller were also impressive. With all the other main players winning, it was a big result, and hopefully the win and clean sheet brings some confidence uh, as the game at Peterborough will be a lot tougher. We'll need to be at our best and not as wasteful uh, on Tuesday. If we don't win on Tuesday, let's hope the fan base doesn't implode again. Uh, they are one of the few good teams in this league and really strong at home. Dembele, Smodix and Johnson Clark will be a real handful. Never too high, never too low. Our season starts here and so does our 10-game unbeaten run. Come on, you Reds. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, Steve Wright Craig says, hey guys, very good game yesterday. Defence was great. Johnny Williams was great as well. All over the pitch will be a big test on Tuesday, but I'd take another scrappy win. Up the Reds. Uh, cheers Craig uh, McSquared said excellent win yesterday a great all round team performance with no weak links most impressive of all was for the first time in many many weeks we looked very solid defensively and appeared very unlikely uh, to concede at any point we were quick out of the blocks and then maintained an impressive standard throughout the match we also managed to create a host of goal scoring opportunities and as Lee Bayer said should have finished with more than one goal Jake had one of his best ever matches in a Champions shirt but everyone put in a decent shift including Bogle when he came on that's the standard of play we need every time irrespective of the result Liam and Ronnie definitely seem to have given the side a much needed boost even though it's still early days with three decent halves in a row the signs are that we may well have turned the corner positive signs indeed well there you go McSquared has answered my question that I asked of you guys uh, early on hello as well to Jonathan West who watched yesterday's game uh, on Valley Pass live I hope you're well Jonathan uh, let's hear from the match winner from yesterday's game shall we Jake Forster Kasky did speak to Scott Minto on Valley Pass live after the game Scott Ask Jake what he made of the performance. Yeah, I think um, as a side, we're much better. I think uh, shape, uh, possession, and at times where we picked and choose when to press um, all round, I think we played really well. Maybe we could have took a few more chances, but um, other than that, I think it was a good performance. The big question, the one we're all wanting <laughs> to know, your goal or Liam Miller's goal? No, it's my goal. <laughs> He's missed the ball, and I've just looked on Sky Sports and they haven't given it to me, so... I've already sent a few texts to try to get it uh, changed already. What's Liam said? Is he is he claiming it himself or is he admitting that he didn't touch the ball? No, he just he just admitted in the shower that he didn't touch it. Um, I said to him as well, his first goal needs to be one where he whips it in the stanch, not uh, misses it from a flick. So he's not claiming that one. Well, you may or may not be able to see it. We're just watching it now. Um, Listen, we'll, we'll give it to you, but I hope you've got a recording of Liam saying, admitting he didn't <laughs> touch the ball. I've got someone alongside me here who knows you very well, Steve Brown. How you doing, yeah, Jake? You okay? Right, Brownie. How are you, mate? Yeah, nice to see your hair is uh, in place. You keeping on top of that? Yeah, we're not allowed the lockdown trim, so uh, <laughs> it's getting a bit longer. Yeah, listen, well done today. I, I, listen, in terms of being in and out the side, you know, that's obviously affected how your last couple of years have been. But in terms of today, I thought you showed excellent qualities today, Jake, not just in possession, but out of possession. I thought your fitness levels getting around the pitch were superb. I thought you were brave getting in possession of the ball. 
I thought it was a real, you know, captain's performance, if you like. I thought you showed uh, or led the way, led by example today, Jake. And uh, like I said, I think if, you, if you're giving marks out of 10 today, mate, that is a 9 out of 10. It was wonderful to watch. You didn't give me a 10 because you know me. No one gets a 10. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I think, uh, you know, for me, it was about getting um, a run in the team and, mm. and games under my belt. I think after a long time injury, it's always difficult when you're in and out the side. I mean, last year I picked up uh, niggly injuries. Um, this year I feel fit. I feel back to myself. And, um, you know, I just want to keep up with the team when I can. Yeah, there's nothing like playing games, mate. And uh, and every time you get another 90 under your belt, you're going to get fitter, stronger. But I thought, you know, in terms of your passing ability we, and, and your football intelligence, mate, I thought it was excellent today. I appreciate that. Thanks, Brownie. Jake, just final one from me. I mean, you are putting in consistently great performances. I'll give you a nine and a half uh, today. <laughs> but, but do you feel you're playing, you know, some of the best football of your career at the moment? Um, I feel like uh, the period where I, just before I got injured, I, I felt like I was at uh, this level or a similar level. Like I said before, it was just for me about getting consistent games and minutes under my belt. And and last year that was that was obviously difficult. Um, but this year I've I've managed to do that. Um, feel fit as ever. Um, so yeah, I'm in a good place. And and you know, like I said before, I just want to keep helping the team, chipping with goals, um, assist when I can, and. And, you know, just try to put um, the best performances I can in. Shinny prepares to take. Shinny takes. It's a shot. Oh, great free kick. The power was too strong for Eastwood. He dived to his left, but it's past him. And Shinny, who got the assist for the first goal, now opens his Charlton account with a lovely free kick. And Charlton, just before half-time, make it two. That you're going to be okay anyway. You know there's no Charlton Live. Right, welcome back to the final part of this week's Charlton Live. Then uh, just heard from Jake Forster-Kasky, who got his goal uh, somewhat fortuitously, but he deserved it, didn't he, against uh, Bristol Rovers yesterday's corner, creeping in at the near post. There's a couple of goals he scored that have been a bit rubbish this season. Um, the free kick he scored against Wigan was quite similar, really. I've still no idea how that crept in, um, but it would take him every uh, every day of the week. Uh, I'll certainly take one on Tuesday when we head to London Road to take on uh, Peterborough, posh side sitting in fifth, just one place uh, above us. They've got two games in hand on us, so obviously, you know, let's not get carried away, but we're on the same points currently. Their goal difference is a, a fair bit better. They're on plus 13, whilst we're on plus six for goal difference. Um, it's going to be a tough one. I mean, they're, they're coming back off the, ba- off the back of quite a long break, as we know, because this game was due to be played uh, in between Christmas and and New Year, but uh, Peterborough had a fair old break. They ended up playing Lincoln sort of last weekend, or a game that was on telly. I watched uh, bits and pieces of that, and they're probably lucky actually to come away with a, a one-all draw there. They went down to 10 men, sort of 25 minutes from the end. I think Lincoln missed a penalty, if I remember rightly. Ever since then, I mean, they've absolutely smashed Portsmouth in the Football League trophy, uh, and then a 3-0 home win over Milton Keynes yesterday. So they're back in a goal-scoring form. Uh, They're not losing too many matches at the moment as well. Unbeaten in four in League One. Uh, Ben and Tom. This is going to be a tough one, Tom, isn't it? I mean, you know, historically, Peterborough are always a a big side in this division and they love to score goals. Um, So it's it's, it's going to be a a tough ask for us. But there's confidence now and hopefully a semblance of organisation as well. Yeah, and I think the other positive is they're not a team that are going to sit back. Uh, they're going to come out and, and come at us. And I think two games ago, that would have terrified me, given what our, our back four were like. But I think off the back of a clean sheet and the fact that we have been good going forward, as you say, joint top scorers in the league, I think if it's going to certainly be an exciting game uh, end-to-end. I think I think it was Nath put out some of our recent results, all, all of our results against uh, Peterborough over the since whenever, 1920s or something. And I think there's been three five ones in there. Obviously, the one uh, against them, what was it, about 10 years ago now, stands out for a lot of fans. But it's it seems like it's a game that brings a lot of goals. Uh, and two good sides, as you say. I expect some attacking football. So it's going to be a tough game. But uh, I think it's going to be an enjoyable game for sure. And as you say, it's it's about building on the last game and a half now and trying to 
keep that momentum going. And if we can get a, a result, a point or three on Tuesday, I think that will just give us so much confidence again to build going into next weekend. Because as I say, games come thick and fast now and it's just about trying to keep that momentum going and just keep picking up those points. We can't help the fact that they've got more games in hand on us. We've just got to do what we can do in our games. So yeah, it's mm. going to be a, an interesting game, I think. Yeah, we've played uh, Peterborough 23 times in all competitions. There's been 77 goals in those 23 games. That averages, uh, well, over three and, a th- uh, three and a third of a goal every game. So, yeah, expecting uh, more of that. The last two have been 0-0 and 1-0, though. So, actually, maybe maybe we've tightened up or bore, or it's just got a bit boring. I remember Carlin missing that penalty there a couple of times ago. I know one of the emails mentioned earlier that the people that we've got to come back, you know, I think Shinny's expected to be back. Fainway was mentioned Last week, so there's a chance for him. Obviously, Piercy uh, will be back as well. There's options now, Ben. I mean, Bayer's going to have a bit of a selection headache, which I, he hasn't had too often recently. Obviously, we don't know what sort of shape Akin is going to be in in terms of coming straight back into start. But, you know, considering how thick and fast the games are coming, Lee will be pleased to have the opportunity to rotate a bit. Although, will, you know, will you look at yesterday and, and think actually square pegs in square holes keep... Uh, keep the team consistent, try and build up a little bit of momentum that way. It's a, it's a tough one for Boya. Yeah, it's great to have players back. Two players that we've really missed, in my opinion, in Shinny and Famwo. Uh, I'd be tempted to keep it the same, to be fair, uh, unless Famwo is ready to come back in. As uh, was mentioned on one of those emails, they do have a pacey front three of Schmodix, Dembele and Clark Harris. Uh, sorry, I don't know what happened to my voice there, but maybe I'm getting scared about them. Uh, but look, they got a, a pacey front three, and if we were to bring Jason Pierce back into that, or oh, that that gives me nightmares. Uh, I mean, Cody Bishop uh, caused him a lot of problems, obviously with the the first goal and just a bit of pace, and and Deji seemed to deal well with that yesterday. I mean, Brandon Hanlon, he was a fast striker, caused us a bit of problems, but. I just think if if Famo's fit, he's got a bit of pace about him, hasn't he? Um, then great. But if not, I'd I'd be tempted to stick with the same back four. Uh, I know they have a back three, so they've got two overlapping win backs as well. So it might be worth bringing Prattley in in that defensive midfielder role just to cope with with that, so we the the full backs can stick out in their same positions. But um, yeah, we let's not give them too much respect. If you look at the the two 11s, from a neutral point of view, I think we're pretty even. Maybe we've probably got the better players. And, of course, we've having that extra strength in depth now with players coming back. Uh, especially Mike, give Jake a rest. I know I'd love love him to keep playing because he's playing so well. But I know Bo said from his press conference the other week that one player he'd love to give a rest to at the moment is Jake. So we might see that happen as well. And maybe Shinny come back. As I said, we have missed him. I think he's been a real good player for us. There we go. Plenty of decisions for Lee Bowyer to make. And certainly he'll have his eye on that. Johnson Clark Harris, 13 goals already in uh, this season for the Posh. Right, let's uh, end the show there, I think. Actually, I think we've gone uh, slightly over time. Thanks to all of you who've listened uh, throughout the entirety of this week's uh, Charlton Live. Don't forget, we'll be back on Thursday to look back at whatever happens against Peterborough and ahead to next Saturday's home game with Swindon, which I think is that fixture. <laughs> um, uh, looking forward to that. Thanks uh, to those of you who listen. Thanks to Ben and Tom for joining me on this week's show. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Good to have you both with me. I've been Louis Meadows. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back here on Thursday.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.